Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our great friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. It is a beautiful weekend on tap, and you need to make sure that you have plenty on tap. That, of course, means Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks, they roast their peanuts. Fresh and hot every day, and the pickle bar, led by the barrels. The dills, second to none, all at Brewers Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And I'm in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Our good friend Bob Buner just bought brand-new Ford Escape from our good friends at Sunbury Motors on uh, Wednesday, as a matter of fact. Wednesday morning he bought a vehicle over there. And that's where I'm getting my next vehicle, without a doubt. All right, time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Uh, And it's the Rockies... Walking it off over the Padres. Yates checks Story at second. The pitch driven towards left. Going back, and this one is gone! Ian Desmond does it again! A walk-off winner for Ian Desmond. This place is going crazy! And it should. Big win for the Rockies last night, beating the Padres 4-3. to All right. Uh, these are never the easiest ones to do, but Tim May of the Columbus Dispatch is always willing to come on and talk about any subject. Uh, good, hard, whatever it may be. Tim, welcome. Great to have you with us. Good to be on, I think. you're talking to me tim you're fine uh let's start with this one thing that you'll discover is that if you live around here you probably have uh, a better handle on what happened around here you live there what do people there and in your job understand about the situation that maybe somebody outside ohio would not i don't know man because uh that's a good i think it's a good question i don't mean to be judging questions Oh no no um, no! In other words, I but know. Usually, but yeah. usually, when somebody says that's a good question, it means they're trying to think of a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> they're just stalling. Yeah. But uh, bottom line is, never think you've seen it all. That's my that's my reaction to all this. And uh, number two, you know, as I'm learning, Urban Meyer, uh, one of the one of the more successful coaches in college football history, obviously like Joe Paterno was way back when, but uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, 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 made some mistakes. His basically his uh, career was sort of like on the line yesterday. When you really get right down to it, almost like a jury. You know, uh, you know what? What twelve angry men? This was like maybe seventeen. Who knows what they were, men and a couple of women uh, deciding 
his fate. And, uh, you know, it went into the day based on people I knew who were talking to people on the board of trustees, you know, not direct line, but indirect line. You know, I got the impression that there was a chance he could be back coaching the team as soon as later in the afternoon <laughs> when yeah. the day started. But, uh, but the people who held out for penalties, um, uh, I guess, uh, ruled the day in, in the, in the board of trustees meeting with the president and you know the details that have been released since then show that uh, obviously he had a problem with one one assistant coach by the name of zach smith who he fired as you know back in on july the 23rd of this year and uh you know man it just takes too long to go through all the details of everything right the bottom line is is urban meyer you know, for want of another word, regretted maybe keeping uh, Zach Smith around as long as he did. But as everybody knows, Zach Smith was a grandson of Earl Bruce, uh, whom Ur- a former head coach at Ohio State, whom Ur- Urban Meyer always considered his greatest mentor, short of his short of his father. So uh, sometimes the guy that you bring along that still is sort of a cut up in class, he continues to be the cut up in class, and the and the, those are the guys that usually get you in trouble one way or the other. And that was the case here, and uh, but you know that's that's kind of it in a nutshell from the right. standpoint sure. of uh, how things went down. The the, the, the domestic uh, abuse violence thing it was it was reiterated last night. Uh, Zach Smith was never arrested or charged while in Columbus, Ohio area with domestic abuse or based on the allegations from 2015, especially. We're at the heart of this. It started this whole thing, and uh, some people around the country don't want to understand that. I mean, that there may be two sides to a story, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, when it comes to he said, she said, in those kind of instances, you know, ninety-nine percent of the people are going to are going to side with the she said part, especially when you learn more about Zach Smith and his lifestyle. Yeah. So that's where you are. But you know, Urban Meyer has been quick to react to any type of allegations of domestic abuse uh, or charges against definitely concerning his players, and you just have to look up the record on that. But, right. Uh, uh, I, want to ask, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm wandering because this whole thing wanders yeah, if you read it, the it, uh, full report. Uh, uh, I guess there's an original Powell report where arrest is checked and then a subsequent one where it's not. Okay, I think that's fair to yeah, say. Yeah, the bottom line is yeah. there was no arrest, right. so that's the bottom right. line on okay. that anyway. But, so it doesn't, but why, yeah. why was he arrested in July of this year by just pulling the car into the driveway? Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't arrested. He was this, uh, this year. He was answering. He was answering a summons. He was answering a summons about a complaint about a complaint of criminal trespassing brought by his ex-wife from May. He was never arrested on okay. that. He was. It was a, basically a charge of criminal trespassing when he, he and his wife, his wife was not at the appointed place to drop off his kid after an hour. And so he just drove to the apartment where she lives, his duplex. Right. right. And, and, when, and he was dropping off his kid. He never got even got out of the car. She was taking pictures of him in the driveway and uh, dropping off the kid. And then come to find out there probably was no restraining or protective order in play at that point. Uh, uh, that will be debated at a court case coming up uh, first second week in September. Right. Yeah. And then she brought a re- she asked for a restraining order, 
he was answering to that on uh, on on July the twentieth, and then she asked for a restraining order against him a couple of days later, okay. uh, which was granted because usually those are granted, and then you find out whether they're you know correct or not. But right. yeah, he was he was not he was not arrested even in, for this. Go ahead. What about item number three in the report, which says, and I'll pick it up a paragraph down. We also learned during the investigation that Coach Meyer has sometimes had significant memory issues in other situations where he had prior extensive knowledge of events. He has also periodically taken medicine that can negatively impair his memory, concentration, and focus. All these factors also need to be considered and weighed in in assessing Coach Meyer's mindset on July 24th. Did you know about that? Or was that new information for for you? Well, that was new. That was new information. But I know that he's dealt uh, most of his, or quite a while in his adult life, with an arachnoid. I think it's an arachnoid cyst in his skull, which uh, can sometimes bring great pain. Uh, and uh, and I think occasionally, evidently, he takes a medication. I'm sure that's what it's about to deal with that. So, uh, but I don't even, you know, I didn't even know where to even start or stop with with that with that thing because well does that mean he was on that medication on july the 24th or you know what 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 what, what are you telling us here they didn't get that specific about it i mean is, and, he, is uh, he on that medication we didn't get the full we didn't get that full uh that full uh report like that until after the press conference was over anyway right i mean i mean is he taking that medication on game day I, mean, I have no man. Right. I have no idea. Like I just said, we right. didn't get to ask that question. Oh no, I, I, I'm just stuff I don't know about. Yeah, you and I are talking back and forth there. I mean, that's a like a legitimate. Okay, are you taking it? On well, game? maybe. I mean, you know, but yeah. but but that's like 2000. That's like the July 24th thing. He was responding. I was the first person to even ask him a question that morning uh, yeah. when he got off the elevator because we hadn't gotten to talk to him. And me and a guy named Bill Landis from Cleveland.com and yeah. and Dan Murphy walked up from ESPN.com and. And uh, he was responding initially and basically all day to a report that had been written that on previous night that Zach Smith had been arrested and charged in 2015 um, for this domestic abuse thing when, in fact, all it had been was an allegation. There had been no arrest or charge. Like you like you said, there was a check mark on a, on a sheet of paper that was erroneous, or at least a sheet of paper that Brett McMurphy had. And uh, but the bottom line is the bottom line is he was never arrested or charged for that. Still hasn't been, and uh, that's why Urban Meyer, you know, for one another word, kind of knee jerked his reaction. Even though, as, as you read the report now, that uh, he was counseled on how to deal with it by uh, Gene Smith, the athletic director, the night before, because they feverishly were looking around. They had already fired Zach Smith and were feverishly looking around to find any evidence of this arrest and stuff because one of the problems with Zach Smith was he didn't always tell Urban Meyer when he got in trouble. Most right. of the time he didn't. And right. that's what finally got him fired. But uh, but there was no so Urban Meyer's initial responses was to the assertion that he had let a guy get arrested and charged with uh, domestic violence and did nothing about it. Right. Um, and he fought back vigorously against that. But you know, <laughs> right. water under the dam, as Earl Bruce used right. to say. Now, uh, I we know that he's that Zach Smith is the late Earl Bruce's grandson. As you read this, I can see that maybe holding sway over a couple of things. But once you get to three, four, five, six, and seven, what was it about Zach Smith that? I mean, it, look, if suddenly it's Coach Steve Jones or it's Coach Tim May, you and I are gone. I mean, as you start reading, how many times in that report was was if you do that again, you'll be fired? You and I would have been gone. Why? What? 
what is it about him that held sway beyond just being Earl Bruce's grandson? Well, I was talking to my wife about the very same thing today, and I said, you know, things had all happened, all these things had happened within like a three-month span, you'd go, okay, boom, you know. But these happened intermittently and sporadically, and it's kind of like a, I'm not, I'm not justifying, I'm just telling you, you know, how oh, it yeah. works sometimes. For example, you know, when you've got, a, you know, everybody has kids, you know, people who have kids, all the kids aren't the same. And you have this one, almost everybody has one kid who kind of gets in trouble and he kind of goes right and he gets in trouble again and kind of goes right. I mean, a lot of people have that and they deal with it. And it's, so it's not until you look back on it six years later and you go, holy smokes. I mean, you let this guy kind of slide. Well, you know, Urban Meyer's dealing with a, you know, a huge program and things like that. But clearly he had a blind Blind spot not, may, may not be the right word, but a, a near spot, let's put it that way, when it came to uh, Zach Smith and his transgressions. And clearly, and he even admitted that last night, you know, that uh, he was a grandson of his mentor and he gave him more rope than he deserved. And now, but, you know, now he's paying the price for that, obviously. Uh, okay, so uh, what was in that report that, you know, we mentioned the one area uh, about Zach Smith. Was there anything else in that report that, over time, the people in the room, as reporters, you didn't know until? Because again, I thought in terms of the ability to put together the report, in terms of saying we found this, we found this, we found this. All right, I give them a lot of credit. I thought that part was pretty thorough. Yeah, I mean, you know, but we'd all like to see more of the sure. uh, records uh, from it. But I don't know if we'll ever be privy to that. Uh, Obviously, it was a publicly funded investigation, so we should be privy maybe to more than what we got. I agree. But then, um, but then past that, you know, I'm I'm not. This is just me. I mean, I'm I'm not into reading uh, volumes of depositions, and it's not even really depositions because you're, you know, there's no lawsuit right. involved. You're just talking to lawyers who are asking you pointed questions. But right. bottom line is, yeah, you'd like a little more feeling, like who was the other coach. At that uh, at that strip club back in whenever it was 2014, yeah. that uh, you know where you were at, which could could possibly be an NCAA violation. That's not even clear now. But uh, where you spent 600 bucks, you know, well, there was another guy having fun with you. You know, yeah. I'm talking about Zach Smith, and yeah. uh, so you'd like to know things like that. But bottom line is, yeah, I mean, sometimes it just becomes overload. But to buy, but you know this. It came down to finally in the end, Ohio State was embarrassed, you know, by what happened. Sure, uh, that's why the guy has a three-game suspension and will work like like will go for a month, almost a month without pay. And uh, that's a for me that wouldn't be a, that'd be a drop in the bucket. For my, it'd be a significant thing for me, but you yeah. know it's going to be a four or five hundred thousand dollar hit for Urban Meyer, right. and uh, and then past that the athletic director is going to be suspended because. Clearly, they didn't. Even though they were aware of the 2015 allegations, and the allegations were brought to their attention by someone else at Ohio State who had heard from the Powell Police Department, uh, the city of Powell Police Department. Uh, they, they, the idea was, I mean, no arrests or charges made, but the, the assertion was more could have been done, you know. But of course, that the more part was never answered last night. What, what do you mean by more, you know? Yeah. So anyway, Tim, how troubling was it to you about the part of the report that the discusses the text messages beyond one year not being in the phone and the fact that he inquired about that oh well i mean obviously if you want to get if you want to get an FOIA on text messages and stuff and 
they're not there that trouble that troubles you now in retrospect but you know of course you didn't know about it but right, uh, sure uh, yeah, but, but he asked about it but, after he came back from Chicago right right so yeah I th- um, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, you know, me, you know my degree of troubling. I don't know how to answer the question, except obviously it's a publicly funded, publicly, obviously Ohio State's a self-supporting athletic department, sure, like Penn State, I'm sure. But yes, it is. It's a, yep. considered a public phone, I guess. So yeah, you're troubled when somebody does something like that. I remember when uh, Jim Trussell uh, investigation was going on back in 2011. You know, we we uh, saw the uh, text phone or text message or uh, history, but back then you couldn't retrieve the actual text messages. But the funny thing was, I was the second most, I, I had text messages with Jim Trussell second more second most of anybody, I think. <laughs> because, you know, I always saw it as my one communication device that he right. can't ignore, you know? And you, right. uh, and you But but anyway, bottom line is, yeah, you're trouble a little bit if you're looking for, for evidence on A, B, C, and D and, and things, but... Uh, I don't know where to go other than that. Yes, you're troubled yeah. by it. Uh, uh, two more, two more questions, and one about this, and then I'll move forward for a second. And it's, uh, what about the fact that uh, it doesn't appear that there was vetting on Zach Smith when he was hired at Ohio State? After I think he had spent what at Marshall and Temple, I think he had been at, and then yeah. that there appears to not have, have been vetting in the athletic department about the hire. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's accurate that there wasn't vetting, but it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that. Uh, I don't even know how that how that would have worked on a situation where there was an arrest made uh, back in 2009, but there was no charges coming from it. I don't know how that shows up on a on a uh, scan, so to speak, you know, or whatever you want to call it, a, 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 nexus, a background a ne- check, a nexus search, I think, I think, or something. I think the uh, I think the I think the troubling part uh, the troubling part was it was not um, volunteered by either Urban Meyer or Zach Smith right. when when it came up. But I but I you know I can legitimately believe that they that they might have thought well you know what nothing came of this so you know there was no charge. I mean it's like being you know I'm not going to say that. But bottom line, there's no charge. There was no charge came from it. So. They might not might not have felt that they needed to uh, own up to it, so to speak. So I don't know how to answer it other than that. Yeah, no, I just thought I'd at least bring it up. One final question that deals with the, the team itself. Look, you know they're eighteen to twenty two year old guys. They're out there fighting for their jobs. You, I'm going to guess you probably have been to what two hours worth of practice and thirty minutes with stretching. Uh, maybe maybe an hour uh, with no, stretching. Uh, more like more like an hour's worth of practice. I, 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 Five minutes of stretching. There you go. Oh, let's see, minimal, oh. minimal stretching. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, exactly. No, it's probably more than that. Yeah. I'm just giving benefit yeah. of the doubt. Yeah. Um, you, you know, look, urban aside, what do you think of this team? Oh, on the flip side, as the old saying goes, this is a loaded football team, and uh, yeah, has some capable coaches leading it. And uh, I don't know, man. It's like you never know how things are going to hit, but you know, football teams are always looking for a chip on, chip to put on their shoulder, even when yeah. they maybe don't have one. Right. Now they've got one yeah. and uh, a legitimate chip, you know, and, and probably in their eyes. And 
this whenever you pick a talented team and and give it even more impetus, you know sometimes good things can happen. You know, I just I just keep thinking back to that Penn State team from a couple of years ago. They're, you know, let's face it, James Franklin. You know, he may, nobody probably admitted it, but James Franklin was kind of on the ropes. You know, and uh, all of a sudden they get that miracle win. And I call it a miracle win because when you do it with two blocks, block kicks, you know, you got some things going for you that night. Mm-hmm. But they haven't been the same team since, you know. And they're one of the more exciting offensive teams in the country with Trace McSorley at the controls. And I'm not just making it a local angle there for you. You never know what's going to click on a team, and suddenly everything changes. And that's that's what happened with Penn State. But uh, this is a very, very deep, as deep and talented a team as Urban Meyer's had at Ohio State. And, you know, you have to remember he won a 2014 national championship. Yeah. And by I don't mean they necessarily have an Ezekiel Elliott or a or a Joey Bosa, but they do have a Nick Bosa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, they have two running backs who gained 1,000 yards, and they have a quarterback that possibly could stretch this offense to the ideal that Urban Meyer's always wanted, a, a, a very, very oh, oh, every corner of the field type passing attack threat with a power running game and a wide game. So I don't know. I think they feel pretty good about their situation as, as far as being uh, number one da- talented and now number two with an impetus that maybe they didn't have four weeks ago. Great job. Uh, you always do a great job. Appreciate it very much. I hope at least on your end you felt the questions were fair and we were having to have a, had a good conversation about it. Oh, yeah, man. You know, like, like the press conference last night, though, see, you know, you get like maybe two shots at questions, you know. And yeah. For example, my, 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 I had to ask one question about the uh, situation, and then I asked one question with Urban about, you know, not, how tough is it to be not being with your team and stuff, only because my. My assignment was to write something about the team right. uh, rebounding or moving on from this one way or the other because that's the way it is, you know. But, yeah. but yeah, you you know, in any kind of – just like you just asked me, like 12 – I would like to have asked about 400 questions last night because, yeah. you know, they've been building up, especially over the stuff that we talked about and especially letting a young coach who probably didn't deserve to be hired there in the first place then keep sliding, you know. Yeah. I mean, and that got asked, and he answered the question, and he basically, basically admitted, you know, that was – that was a mistake, but what do you do now? You know, you you move on. So there well, you go. Hey, I thought you did great, really, in a really tough spot because you're answering stuff you don't really have all the answers to. And I appreciate the fact that you, uh, you and I at least had a nice uh, give and take, open dialogue about it. All right, man. Anytime. Hey, hey anytime. Hey, Tim, right. thanks so much. We'll talk to you the week of the Ohio State sure. game. Yeah, see you then, man. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Seven new Fords every day. Sunbury Motors needs to average seven new Fords sold per day until the end of August. So you win with these discounts. Save up to a whopping $16,200 on the area's largest selection of new 2018 Ford trucks. Choose from over 80 trucks with new 2018 Ford F-150s slashed to as low as $25,995. Pick from 56 2018 Ford Escapes priced as low as $8,000. 
18820. And there's 0% financing for up to 72 months, plus discounts as high as five grand on many new Fords. SMCS 21 2018 Ford Focuses, starting at 14925. SMC is where you want to be in August for the largest selection and massive discounts on new Fords. Sunbury Motors Ford in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Proudly serving the Susquehanna Valley and all of Central PA for over a century. Hurry in. SMC will do whatever it takes to sell seven new Fords per day till the end of August. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the Brewers Outlet specials between now and Tuesday. Miller Lite 24-pack cans, just $13.95. Zima 24-pack bottles, $19.95. New Belgium 12-pack cans, $9.95. And, of course, the pickle bar is second to none, led by the barrels and the dills. I've almost cleaned out the entire entity of barrels that he gave me the other day. It was all cleaned out. Well done. All right. High school football starts tonight. It is Lewisburg, Shikolimi, uh, Lewisburg against Sealands Grove, Sealands Grove and Eagle 107, Lewisburg on 100.9 the Valley, and tonight on WKOK, Shikolimi is against Danville. I will allow you, Sean, to introduce our next guest. The one and only. The tradition unlike any other here every Friday afternoon, 435 on WKOK. The CEO of Jones Metal, <laughs> Kevin Jones. CEO, I haven't been to bed. <laughs> I had to pull an all-nighter. Is Steve there? Yes, I, I showed up today. <laughs> Hi, Steve. It's Urban. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> I'm feeling really bad, Steve. Can you help me? <laughs> Uh, I'm supposed to be talking to my brother right now, so no. (laughs) He's at work. He hired me. (laughs) He hired you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have to sweep the floors again. Uh, Unreal. Tell Sean off the air. This this put me over the edge. What's that guy's name again, Sean? Laranitis? James Laranitis, yeah. One of the top linebackers from Ohio State. Yes, he's now doing work on BTN and FS1, right, Steve? Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they were interviewing him on ESPN, and the question was, do you believe Coach Meyer would lie like that or was lying? And he said... You have to understand something about Coach Meyer. If it's not about winning football, you can talk to him, and it goes in one ear out the other. So he may not have grasped everything because it wasn't football. I said, oh, my God. You're kidding me, right? This woman's getting the crap beat out of her, and because it's not about winning football, he doesn't care. I... I'm done with Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer should quit. So he, I, if I had a kid.
kid, I would not let him within 10 miles of my kid. I would not let him coach him. So well, that's a lot why of people I say feel Urban Meyer because he knew everything that was going on and all he cared about was winning football games, and that's it. So. Well, I'll give you one that is, a, to me, is an absolute that he knew. Okay, no matter what. Okay, when that female staffer got moved to a new job because of the inner office shenanigans, that move doesn't happen unless the supervisor approves it. He's the supervisor. Is it true? And I I just caught the end of it today, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. When he was at Florida, or the Florida State? um, Florida. Florida. And he had Tim Tebow. Who was yep. just a wonderful human being? I don't. Some people don't like sure. him. I think Tim Tebow is just a wonderful guy and does wonderful things for people. Um, but the 38 other guys on the championship team since have been arrested for some crime or other. Well, something. he had 30. He had 31 arrested while he was there. That's incredible. I, I you know. That just goes to show he really, it is just about football with him. He could care less about anybody else around him or, I mean, I want to come on your show and have a beat-up Urban Meyer day, but I was just, nobody here wants to listen to me, so I can only vent to you guys. (laughs) I I think the other thing that that stood out for me was, you know, when... Shelly Meyer said to Urban, this guy scares me. Then all I mean did that just happen like a month ago, right before Big Ten Media Day, that finally that that lit the light above Urban said, Oh boy, I gotta do something about this guy. So I mean obviously I we're I don't think we're ever, ever, ever gonna get the complete absolute truth as to that you know, of an exact one hundred percent accurate timetable, but you know, of what happened hey, and what transpired, but guys, we're all married, right? If your wife's friend is getting the tar beat out of her? She's going to tell can, you about it. You know what I mean? I can guarantee, <laughs> I can guarantee you, in no uncertain terms, that Kathy Jones, who tells me literally everything, would have told yeah. me. <laughs> I can tell you, I, literally everything. Exactly. It's. it's uh, I mean, everything. any woman is going to be just awesome. And the, and the fact that the guy doing the beating, you're you hired. <laughs> of course she's going to say he knew everything about it. But the guy was a good football coach. You know? Uh, you know what? I, I did say earlier in the show, I said, look, no offense, I've watched the tapes for years. Ohio State's not the cradle of, of wide receivers. Well, for whatever <laughs> reason, this was Coach Urban's uh, quote, well, unquote, my heart was bigger than my head. Oh, my God, you like the guy? I, well, I'll because tell he's, you right he's, now, he's, he's if I Bruce's... met anybody who raised a hand to a woman and hit that woman, not only wouldn't they be my friend, I'd pop them one, just because <laughs> it would be fun. It, you're, <laughs> I don't have a friend that I know of who ever beat up a woman. Oh, and I, do I certainly would not work for me, so yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, the excuse is going to be, and I'm just telling you what the excuse is, that he's Earl Bruce's grandson, Earl Bruce, the former head coach at Ohio State. Yeah. He's the one that really took Earl Bruce, took Urban Meyer, a young Urban Meyer, under his wing. So there's always been that connection. 
But my point has been, okay, maybe that allows you to get through the first one, maybe. Maybe being Earl Bruce's grandson gets you through the second one. But numbers three, four, five, six, and seven, you are gone, 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 and gone. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I haven't heard a clear answer on this. Is the NCAA going to get involved and have their own investigation, or is it? I done? don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think what's done is done. So any school can do this to save their coach, because it. And I want to tell you something right now. It came from the Stephen A. Smith show, and I don't want to get into racism and all that stuff. But Stephen A. Smith, I like a lot. He's, his show is very good, and he's the one who brought this up. And he said, I will bet you any amount that if that was a black head football coach, he'd have been fired. Well, I I've maintained that if you substituted another name in there, right? I'm just generic, substituted another name in there, that they're not, they're not around. Yeah, it's very the whole thing is, and I, if I would never want to offend anyone that way, I'm just quoting what he said. And right, I know you said. I, I yeah. tend to believe he was right that for some reason, well, like Sean said, <laughs> in very colorful terms before we came on the air, that <laughs> that was funny. Um, there's no way they were going to fire him. All they care about is winning football games. That's it. Then that this was a as big a slap on the wrist as you could possibly have. And it, I, makes, I you wa- and it makes you wonder on Wednesday when the trustees were meeting. Okay, if we're going to let go of this guy, who are we going to find that's better? Who is available out there that we could replace that has won just as many, if not more, national championships than Urban Meyer, so we don't skip a beat in the program? Yeah, they don't care what kind of guy he is. They, all they care is well, one of them super violent. They lose every freaking game. Well, I tell you, what's what's going to be interesting is to see how he handles. Because you know what's interesting about the press conference the other night, which by the way was an absolutely bad look for them. The press conference was a bad look. I mean, they, they, they looked like they didn't want to be there. They looked like you know they looked like they didn't care. Well, they basically um, said Urban yeah. had his way with them. That that meeting was supposed to last like an hour. And Urban yeah. kept them in there all day long because he would not agree to what they said. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. Uh, you can tell he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but what's going to be what's going to be interesting is what they did was is they did the press conference, but then they released the written report after. Well, that's where all the questions came into play. All the questions came into play about, well, well, wait a minute, what about this part here about text messages? Wait a minute, what about this part here about memory loss and medication? I mean, that's why I asked Tim May. I said, is Urban Meyer taking that medication on game day? I mean, I mean just, that's a fair question, but it's a fair question. You know, if the answer is no, the answer is no. But you know, what's going to happen? But what's going to happen? Now, let me finish. What's yeah. going to happen now is that when he comes back, he is going to be asked all these questions in every market he goes to, over and, and over and over. 
And oh, if you won't have plenty answer, of time to have an answer. He'll, he'll have a generic answer. He had plenty of time in Chicago to have an answer, and he blew it. But he doesn't care. Because this is something Sean brought up earlier to me, and he's 100% spot on. He's, he's that star quarterback in high school or college, and he got another F. And he basically looks at the teacher, give me an A. Don't you know who I am? I don't. I don't have to follow rules because of who I am. Yeah, that was the analogy that uh, David Jones wrote. David in his, Jones. Yeah, that David Jones wrote in his uh, great write-up on PenLive.com from a Wednesday night yesterday morning. And uh, yeah, that that's where that came from. Yeah, I, I, that is so true. That's what he looked like at the press conference. Like, who do you people think you are? Don't you know who I'm? Who I am? Yeah, it's like I'm here to with? coach my football team. You yeah. are keeping me away from coaching my football team. It's like that's not supposed to happen. I'm a business owner, and when you own it, or you're the CEO, or you're the head football coach, if he hasn't at this point realized that he has more responsibilities than just coaching a football team, then he's an idiot. He doesn't belong being there. He knows the rules. That All these guys know the rules. He tried to bend them because, hey, I'm urban. How many of these pro athletes have we seen that think that they're above and better than everybody else? I don't. I mean, when you think that sports is more important than anything else in the world, and you're that driven, then you need to talk to somebody about your problems. You know, it's called a football game. It's a game. You know, it's not life and death. And good lord, didn't he almost well, have a breakdown when he was at Florida? Yeah, I did his last game in Florida. Huh? I did his last game in Florida. Yeah, but didn't he have a breakdown or something after yeah, the game? He, 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 like he, he got away from football because he said he was just too too intense about it or something? I don't know. Who knows? Kind of like he had home problems because of it, but... Oh well. Oh, yeah, hey, well, yeah, he, game this week, didn't they? Yeah, he had stepped down in like 2009. <laughs> yeah. Had some kind of was <laughs> some kind of muscle heart valve defect or a heart attack or something. So oh, mentally broke bummer. down. Yeah. <laughs> well. Oh well. Yeah, the Red Sox did win. They got 90 wins now. So. And no other the team, and no other team in the league has eighty. Uh, can, can I say something about Aaron Nola? I haven't had a chance to mention this today. He's fifteen and three for the Phillies. He outdueled Max Scherzer yesterday. Outdueled him. Two great pitchers head to head. Now I think it takes a couple of years before you can declare that a guy is one of the top aces in baseball. But Aaron Nola is putting himself on the path to being one of the top aces in baseball if he continues at this rate. That was a brilliant performance by him yesterday. It sure was. I'll tell you what, if you would have told me that the Phillies would win with only three hits against Max Scherzer, I probably would have laughed. But, yeah, very impressive. How about the Eagles? uh, In fact, the the, the Phillies outscored the Eagles yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I said nothing. (laughs) Phillies <laughs> two, I get, Eagles nothing. I I get home from announcing a baseball game last night, and there's ten minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and it's still five nothing. And I just done the scoreboard in the post game show, and I said, 
I said the Browns, by the way, lead the Eagles 5 nothing. Baker Mayfield with a ground rule double to drive in, too. <laughs> <laughs> he got thrown out of the play. <laughs> I wasn't planning to watch any of that game last night, but then with the whole thing about Terod Taylor and his uh, you know, hand oh. or thumb, and he ran into the locker room and came oh, back dude. out and thinking, okay, that pulled me in for a little while, but that was it. I mean, the, the the NFL preseason is doing nothing to get you excited about the season. The NFL is doing nothing to get you. And we did talk about this last year. I was talking to a guy the other night. He said I was the biggest sports fan ever, but I have had it with the NFL baseball. He said that deal, when they wouldn't stand for the national anthem, I never watched another football game. A lot well, of people have been saying that. Yeah, that, that people's opinions have not changed. That they are going to take another beating this year. Uh, I think they're going to take a lot of beatings. Well, more games at that last night on primetime TV. Just wonder if it's we're going to maybe chop the preseason down to you know, maybe three games. I mean, the older I get, the more I don't care about these preseason games. I used to be excited oh, to watch them. Well. Yeah, me too. It used to be like, okay, football's back, and I'd watch that first game, and I'd watch the second game. Now, I really would rarely watch the fourth game. But I mean, I've watched nothing. Now, I will say, as I, Kev, you'll love this. My grandson, Colin, who's seven now, yeah. his dad, his dad Mike, Mike Dawson, is taking yeah. him to his first pro football game tomorrow, the Steelers and the Titans. And Colin, cool. Colin loves the Tennessee Titans. So he's wearing his Marcus Mariota jersey to the game tomorrow. Mike says, do you, do you think, Steve, that'll be a problem? I said he's seven for goodness sakes. I said you got to be a total moron to go after a seven-year-old in the stands. <laughs> Remember, we used to go to the Yale Bowl and see oh. the Giants and the Jets. Giants and the Jets, Giants and the Cardinals. Uh, I mean, we went down. It was called the Albie Booth game. It was a preseason yeah. game at Yale Bowl, and you and I went down. When we were kids. Yeah, that was the we coolest thing. We had to get a thing. ride. Our parents went with us. <laughs> We were yeah. little. <laughs> yeah. Remember we were. that one? It was so hot. It was like ninety-five oh. degrees. Oh, it was. Oh, and we were, you know, trying to get beverages and whatever, and we were just. But then you and I were like, "Well, we don't want to leave." No. <laughs> you know, oh, you and I, we great. didn't want to leave. Yeah, we we had a blast doing that. We loved it. Then we Homer Jones. We went up. Homer Jones, Fran Tarkenton. Yeah. Uh, then, then when you and I went up to Patriots camp. Remember yep. that with yep. Mr. Lane. Mr. Lane across the street took us. Yeah, I remember. Uh, hey, yeah. what do you think about Pataka? Huh? No more Pataka. Uh boy, I'll tell you. That tells you. You know, you know, you were talking earlier about like it's just a game. Yeah. College, you know, athletic departments are now a nine-figure business, over a hundred million-dollar businesses. That's what the Pawtucket. That's what the Pawtucket to Worcester thing is. It's all yeah. business. Worcester gave them a sweetheart deal. They get a Triple A team after Pawtucket's been in uh, at, after Pawtucket's been in baseball since 1971. I know. Been a great, great ride. Uh, I, I was stunned. I said, "Why would you do that?" I know. I, I agree. I, I saw Rhode Island has. You know, the, the yeah. Pawtucket Red Sox. Why take it away? So. And they anyway, did. And I'm I'm hurt with your lead and about that you wiped out all the pickles out of the barrel. Where are my pickles? They're coming. <laughs> what did I tell you on Wednesday? <laughs> what is it? You had your hands on pickles. Where are my? We're, we're in a new season. 
Bob Buner took the Old Bay Pickles. <laughs> I, I think they were scheduled for Your you. station for news, weather, business, and CBS Sports Radio. News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and on WKOK.com.